I want to get into the music as well, man. Wake up! Wake up, culture! Angry Birds is for sale. We, we, can, we can go in circles. Yes. Think about everything that's cultural. Meatballs, Angry Birds, and nothing else. Yo, yo, Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Kramers? What's good, Kramers? Welcome back to the Half and Half podcast, episode 101. We triple digit, gang. We Episode 100 was beautiful. It was sweet. Y'all contributed. Wow, it was fantastic. And now we move. We move. We triple digits now. Back, baby. Yes, Hopefully, sir. uh. This will not have as large of a gap between 199 and 100. Yeah, um, I think I don't think it will. I think we've kind of got like a general idea of a somewhat of a recording schedule, but I'd expect episodes to come out like that Saturday Sunday range. Yeah, that seems, roughly. I think, to be the gist. Maybe like the Monday to start a week, but well, it's it's we're we're still kind of figuring it out. But yeah, we'll be more. The consistency should be there. Yeah. By the way, if it's not next week, I'll probably have to record Friday night, just as a heads up, just so you all know. Yeah, sure. Um, cool, perfect. So, I want you to know, uh, if you're listening, that most of this episode is going to be about Drake, Kanye West, and their respective albums. So, if that does not interest you, which I understand it might not, uh, because you might not like their music, you might not like these albums, which honestly, I can't blame you for that one. And you might also like, and I would agree with this too, person. You might find this whole beef thing really just pointless and stupid and honestly childish. That's fair. So if this doesn't interest you, I would encourage you to check out some of our other episodes. Episode 100 is a nice wholesome retrospective with influence, uh, involvement from some of our past guests. And, you know, I understand because this is something that we, it's like, it's relevant. It's, it's we like music, even though we don't do the reviews as much. And when stuff, with stuff like this, feel like it's worth talking about but i also understand that some people just don't give a shit about drake and kanye which for whatever reason you have fair right so yeah what um vasant how long does it take for it to qualify as a stream on spotify 60 seconds so honestly if you've listened up until this point you have (laughs) done your part so thank you very much yep thank you for the stream you can now log off if you want (laughs) um but yeah, because there's not really like for I don't know, like as far as banter, I mean I'm just busy, you're just busy. So like I don't know. Come on, you got you don't got a little banter? NFL like season starts tonight. Going, Come on. Yeah, football does start today. That's probably the most uh, we're recording on Thursday. So can't wait for a game that will be over by the third quarter. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty I, sure the Bucks got this one. Yeah, I love how Tom Brady's like, oh, they have some good guys on defense. I'm like, bro, they were one of the worst defenses, like, almost historically or something last bad. year. Yeah, like, I know. But he said, like, in another interview that he just says stuff in interviews because he has to be nice or he has to be respectful. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's just trying to be nice because he, he like, I guarantee you this. I feel like what can – there's two ways the game starts, right? They might be a little rusty. You know, it happens. It's the first game of the year. So, they might, like, go three and out or, like, have some – bad drives and then they'll just start clicking like i could even see the cowboys scoring first they like get like a field goal or something and then the bucks are like oh okay we see how it is and then they like 
flip the switch. You know what I mean? Because that happens sometimes. Or they just step on them from the get-go. You know what I mean? Yeah, not definitely. Um, both are very likely. We'll see what happens. If this age is I'm poorly, honestly, the chaos that would ensue if the Cowboys beat the Bucks opening night would be hilarious. <laughs> that would really this... cause a take storm. So I don't. Oh yeah, the okay. Tom Brady slander would be insane. Yeah, even though like it was insane last year too when he like forgot what down it was and then they won the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Yeah, nothing. No discourse mattered. It like it just Tom Brady will just eternally be good. Yep. But yeah, no, I mean, if you have something, if you have anything you want to bring up before we hop into Drake and Kanye, feel free. I'm pulling up the um, track lists because they're long. So. Nothing too much. I just want to say uh, top of the morning, you know, top of the morning, top of the morning. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Like, it's funny. I, I'm with it. <laughs> and the verse that I listened to that song, it's fine. Like, his verse isn't bad. I just feel like. I feel like, first of all, I think Family Ties is a better song. And second of all, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, say much. Because, like, even with his bro- Family Ties verse, I was just really excited to hear him. And I really liked the energy he brought. But, like, we we know he can do better. Like, we've heard the oh, heart yeah. part four was, you know what I mean? So, in a sense, I'm saying, like, okay, it's nice to see him getting back, getting, like, you know, like, stretching, getting warm again. So, like, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think I think Kendrick is just, like, doing, like, his warm-up stretches right now. And yeah, you're going to get a single, and it's going to be great. And he's going to be great on it. And then, it, like, album mode, you know how it is. Yeah, so let's go ahead and so – that's music, right? So let's go ahead and talk about two of the biggest musical artists of – Our lifetimes. Like, of our lifetimes. Yeah, it's hard to really quantify, like, an era for them, but definitely – so we've got Donda by Kanye West, Certified Lover Boy by Drake, and a beef. Three, two long albums and one drawn out beef. So it all just works together to just create this yeah, overcooked I, piece of meat. I think in half and half history, this has to be like, for all the albums that we've listened to, I think Don's is the longest. And then Certified Lover by is the third longest. That's unofficial. I could be wrong. Donda is what, an hour and a half? Hour 47. An hour 47. So it's probably the longest. And Certified Lover Boy is also long. Hour 20-some. The thing is, Too Scorpion long. was longer than Certified Lover Boy. And I think Scorpion was the longest thing we'd, li- we'd listened to previously. Mm. So Drake just gaming absolute like streaming numbers you know just I mean, by he's been doing that super since long the album. more life playlist or whatever the hell that was got more life Ugh. it gave us passion just, fruit though i will it did give us passion fruit i like passion fruit um i'll just say this it really is funny with drake at this point that i think we all kind of expect that the biggest artist in the world is going to drop an album and then we're just all going to cyberbully him. It's kind of like a fun tradition point. at this point. I guess that's the point we're at. Um, I would like to say that uh, one thing, and we're going to probably go, I think we'll just go in the order of release. So we might talk about Donda first. Yeah. But with Certified Loverboy, what immediately like I thought was kind of weird is 
laugh now cry later is not on certified lover boy and i like that song and i think that generally was a well-received song right it's better than most of certified lover boy uh spoilers by the way <laughs> like it's it's I, I i'm not a huge person on um what live now laugh no what laugh, was it called again cry later. yeah live laugh love right it's laugh now cry <laughs> later what is wrong with you Live, Laugh, Love by Drake and Lil Durk. Oh All right. I, I, I thought it was fine. I, I didn't love it, but I think it's a lot better than most of the album. Yeah, I don't know. But, <sighs> okay, I'm sighing because these albums are so, like, I don't know if we'll go track by track because that might take way too long, but. I mean, we got a full hour of an episode, so we might yeah. be able to. We'll be we'll, we'll, we'll at the highlights. We'll skip interludes. We'll, like, you know, whatever. But, so, I don't, like, it's so difficult to figure out where to start with this, right? Do you start with the beef? Yeah, maybe give us a truncated timeline of that to give context. Like, So, they've been beefing for a long time. I mean, the Pusha T stuff kind of has, like, connections with the Kanye Drake feud specifically. But we're going to go mm-hmm. ahead and just stick with 2021 stuff, right? So, yeah. Uh, and this is, I'm using a People magazine timeline because I don't keep up with this shit. <laughs> like, I know it's happening, but at the same time, um, and I, yeah, I, I assume a lot of people who listen relate to this. When you're like, when you got other shit going on, or when you're like, you know, when you've just got like stuff to do in general, right? I'm not saying like, oh, woe is me, I'm super busy, but like, when you've just got stuff to take care of, like, it's way harder to keep up with all this bullshit. <laughs> yes it is check it's like you check in you're like oh this is happening and then you check out for a while and then you check back in and then all of a sudden we've escalated to like people leaking other people's addresses like yeah that was that was weird um uh, that was a bit this, far i mean this whole, drake's whole address is apparently public anyway but that was a bit far still whole thing is weird but anyway on august 21st 2021 according to the people.com timeline uh, Drake is on a Trippy Red song from an album that I've heard like three songs off of and I didn't like any of them, so I haven't finished it. Um, I haven't gotten around to that one yet. Uh, Drake disses Kanye West with the lyrics, all these fools on beefing that I barely know, 45, 44, burned out, let it go, yay ain't changing shit for me, it's set in stone. So little, okay. just a little, little pew pew. Little subliminal, little pew, not subliminal, very direct, but just a little, pew, yeah, just a little water pistol at Kanye. And then, uh, West responded by posting a screenshot to his Instagram of a group chat where he wrote, uh, let me, let me see if I can get like a close in the screenshot, uh, where he said, like, so Kanye posted the screenshot of a text message group chat where he said, and we're assuming it's him because it's. He posted the screenshot on the text bubbles blue. Uh, there's a picture of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yep. First. Right. Sorry, sorry, you cut out for a sec. What are you saying? Yeah, so Kanye posts this group chat stuff, right? And then he posts, so it, I'm assuming this is from his perspective. So first he sends the group chat a picture of the Joker. Yes. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Which, what a meme, right? What <laughs> I mean, I do love very... the fact that apparently Kanye sees him way like this, where he's like, "I'm gonna turn." He like he's actually doing the, "I'm gonna become the Joker," 
Yeah, <laughs> unironically, I think. Which, honestly, if I had to pick someone to sort of really put their weight behind this, it would be Kanye West. So he sends that picture, and then he sends this text that goes, I live for this. I've been fucked up. I've been fucked with by nerd-ass jock N-words like you my <laughs> whole life. You will never recover. I promise <laughs> you. Okay. Let's just say this. Call- calling Drake a nerd jock is the best, like, description for him, honestly. But also just the fact that it's written, like, it's like you can kind of tell with the way I sort of spaced out what I said. Like, there's legitimate spaces in the text. Oh, well, <laughs> like, that's, how, that's like, on, the weird way Kanye texts. Hang it's on. on separate find... lines. And on top of that, that, the, like, you will never recover, I promise you, with the Joker picture. It's just every, like, meme about the people who want to become the Joker realized as someone who legitimately thinks they're the Joker. I mean, there was another, like, let me pull this up. Okay, so this one guy was, a, like, was a uh, engineer, soft, or not software, sound engineer for Kanye. And during the album cycle, he, he overslept, right? Yeah. And he overslept by a lot, honestly. Uh, so Kanye texted him at 9.34 in the morning. Good morning. Uh, enter. Let's work. When I say enter, I mean like skip line, you know? And then... He didn't text him back. It's 11.23. And then just, you're fired. Go home. <laughs> this dude goes and he says. No, it's you're fired, go home. Come back when you find God or something like that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's, so the guy goes, I'm really sorry. I have no excuse. I set an alarm for 7.30. And for whatever reason, my phone wasn't alerting me. I woke up at 11.08. Some missed calls and got dressed as fast as I could. Lou was already on his way to get bugs, and they just got here. I didn't call I back right away. I was in panic, trying to find a ride. I know this is unacceptable. I'm sorry. And he says, stop texting. Skip line. Go find God. <laughs> Come back when you find God. That's so funny. Also, like, I know the irony, though, of, someone, of Kanye complaining about someone not being on time is... Yes, that's incredible. Death's kiss. That, also, the, the, there is the another, self-awareness. Incredible. There's also another text from that like specific sort of screenshot, those group of screenshots where someone worked like 33 hours straight or something and like almost passed out or something. Dear God. So yeah, now, working no, for Kanye sounds terrible. It's both an honor and terrifying, right? So no, absolutely. So that I, the, the way that Kanye texts is just insane to me. It's just so funny. Anyway, uh, Kanye follows up his Joker moment by then appearing to Lake, Lake, leak Drake's home address on Instagram, and then he deletes it really quickly. And then Drake posted, which honestly, I think is a funny response, where he just posts a video of himself laughing hysterically. Yeah, that was pretty funny, honestly. But it's like, sometimes, <laughs> if you want to clap back, sometimes just laughing your ass off at what someone does, that's, that's the most demeaning shit. Because now the other Just show him like, you don't care. Yeah. Like, and it was like, he was laughing. I mean, then again, I, I mean, I mean, like, you know, he could care. I mean, it is your address. I think you'd it be could be that, like, theory. laughing through the pain meme, you know? I mean, getting your ad- address leaked is not fun, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but apparently, whatever. again, 
Drake's address is public. So, so I don't you can, think like, he literally would... Google his house. So, so I guess he wasn't like, bothered by it. He probably just thought it was really fucking funny because yeah, he was like, yeah. he posted something that's already publicly available. Exactly. Like he was like, he was going to dox him, but it really didn't even matter. Yeah. And then on September 3rd, the most recent entry in this timeline is a Drake releases certified lover boy. And there's some lyrical uh, dissection going on here where there's some things that seem to shoot at Kanye West. Obviously, mm-hmm. un- unlike the Trippy Red thing, there's nothing explicit that calls him out my name. It's a lot of subliminals. Uh, some, it's just a bunch of lines on a couple songs. Uh, let's, uh, some of them, 7 a.m. on Bridal Path, where he mentions the home address incident. Oh, does he really? I mean, yeah, I here, yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I know it's hard sometimes. Like, I'm not saying like, I don't know if I'm like that too with albums or like I need to like it, it, I listen to them a lot I try and listen to them a couple like listen to certain songs a couple times especially if they stand out but like sometimes you just miss the lyrics but I yeah. thought this was one of the better parts of the album anyway because that song 7am on Vital Path Drake's songs with the times on them are generally good but <laughs> it's just I don't if know, Drake's like put a, a time in the title you know he's about to go off yeah that's like a motif <laughs> of his but like and I think this is funny he says you know the fourth level of jealousy is called media isn't that an ironic revelation? Give that address to your driver, make it your destination, instead of just post it out of desperation. That's pretty funny. That's pretty good. It's also kind of hard. I don't, I'm not saying, because I know like Drake has a reputation in like the hip hop community and probably amongst other rappers who don't like him as like, oh, you're not act like he acts hard sometimes, but he's not. But I mean, that's yeah. pretty hard to be like, hey, don't post that shit. Put it in the GPS and show up. Yeah, no, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, like told that. you. If there's a time on the song, it's probably a good Drake song. Um, yeah, then, I guess that's... Like, what other yeah. uh, time Drake songs are there? I mean, I don't remember them off the top, but he, it's like a motif. Like, if you literally go through every album, you will find one, I think. Mm-hmm. But... And then there's the other thing. This kind of, if any of you listening remember when Sicko Mode came out, there was sort of these whispers that the part on drake's verse where he talks about like crept through the block or something is all about him like creeping over to kanye's house to like hook up with kim or something um, yeah something like that so that's written here so the west strange wife kim kardashian has long denied rumors that she and drake are romantically evolved drake seems to hint at that possibility in a verse on the song pipe down where he says why does your ex think we beefing is that man all right that n-word can't even look at me he fell off twice so much shit i wanted to say straight to your face because you're so two-faced that i don't know which face so yes that that one wasn't as hard that was not as hard (laughs) for sure but that's essentially kind of where we're at and that's Mm -hmm. So, like, obviously, like, when you have two big artists drop albums near each other, the natural inclination is to sort of compare the two, right? That's going to happen anyways. But because of this beef or this perceived beef, well, it's not really perceived. There's definitely beef. But yes. And, I mean, I do think there is an angle that, honestly, the way things are nowadays of people, like, just doing shit for clout. I wouldn't be surprised if there is maybe a fake angle to this, but there is more, there is history with these two. So I'm inclined to believe that they probably just don't like each other. But uh, so like with the beef, right? So like what was already going to be a comparison is now just being fueled by that is like, oh, who had the better album? Um, I'm going to give a spoiler on what I think. It's Kanye and it's not really that difficult. I don't know. I don't feel like it's that much of a difference to say. It's it's Kanye, but both of these albums are in fact good. 
I just want to say that too. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I meant. I worded that poorly. Like in the sense, like it's to me, it's pretty obvious which one is better. Yeah. But I also wouldn't like something can obviously better be better, but also that's not necessarily like means like the thing that's better is amazing. I like Donda more than Aiden, but if, once we get into the review, I think it's going to become evident that we both have like a similar opinion. I'm probably just giving more weight to the good the stuff. The positives, right? yeah, yeah. But I guess is this is this. Is this where I enter my like atheist phase? Like, do I have to go find God? I will <laughs> say this, um, and I guess we can just roll into Donda talks. So let's talk about one of the albums, one side of the beef. I will say this: Donda also has the better album cover. You might be like, "Well, Vasant, Aiden, the album cover for Donda is black." Nothing is better than the fucking CLB cover. You mean nothing is worse? No, like literally nothing. Having nothing as an album cover is better oh, than okay. having I the CLB that. cover. Like, I thought you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, you are right. Nothing is worse. Because like, you know, like bad album covers, like this one has been memed. So there has been some comedic value out of it, but like people bring up, like, I don't know if you've seen, there's like the, I don't even know who the guy is, but there's like a hip hop mixtape cover where the album title or the mixtape title is like son of a goat. And it's like the guy, like <laughs> yes. the goat giving birth to him. That album yes. cover is atrocious, but it's also fucking hilarious. It's and there's amazing. a lot going on. This one is like funny because of just how like lame it looks. Yeah. No, it's, it's just so lazy. Like you would think with like all of his resources and everything and the, like the endless wealth of, of just everything that he has. Re- and that's not to say Drake like, album covers have been particularly amazing, but like, I mean, yeah, they're usually just like a picture of him or something. Yeah, like Scorpion is literally just a signed picture of him. Uh, Views is okay, I guess. It's just him sitting on the uh, I don't know what that thing is called in Toronto. Just something in Toronto. It's a building. I mean, nothing was the same. Has a good album cover. Take Care has a good album cover. Even More Life, his dad. I mean, that's a nice touch. But like, but there's not many like memorable Drake album covers. Kanye, that's the opposite. Kanye has a lot of memorable album covers. Yeah, and the black album cover is cool. I I was I was kind of interested in the the original one where it's like the red and it's like a painting that's supposed to. Oh, I think that one's better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because the project is has a relation to his mother, right? It's named after her. So it would have been cool. Also, what makes the Drake album cover worse is uh, I listen on Spotify. Uh, that can change, though, Apple, if you want to throw us the bag. Um, but, like, Spotify does, like, the, the art, lets the artists upload, like, a little music video short or, like, an animated album cover. I think Apple Music also does animated albums, mm-hmm. too. But if I don't know, Aiden, if I think you listen on Spotify too. I don't know if you've seen the animated yep. art for Certified Lover Boy, where all the pregnant emoji women are like rubbing their pregnant stomachs. Yep. No, I've seen it. Yeah, uh, it sucks. I wish it's, I didn't. It's discon- It's very disconcerting because these lifeless emoji eyes are just staring at you. This that honestly, this album cover looks like an ad for the game Bit Life more than it looks like an album cover. So, <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, Donda, right? So it's been delayed. And well, no, no, no. It's tell. not Donda. It's Donda. 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 That's the uh, first track. Yes, Donda chant. Um, 
it's been delayed a lot and there's sort of also that rumor Kanye posted it that his like label forced him to release it and that is kind of shitty I also don't know what the contract situation is like I know this is the last album right under Def Jam I think right the current deal he's Def with Jam. the I think it's Def Jam yeah so I think it is his last album under the contract um we'll see if he wants to like Universal Music Group, which I think Def Jam is underneath, but yeah, Yeah, I it's, I don't know, but it came out, uh, It's and Kanye Projects, at this stage of his career, they generally come out unfinished, I would say Kids Kids See Ghost came out and was complete Um, so there's exceptions, but like generally it seems like a lot of his solo work has like rough around the edges qualities and wouldn't be surprised if sort of like Life of Pablo, it gets like an overhaul (laughs) yeah, it gets a patch (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's like, like Kanye releases like video games basically mm-hmm. um so you know there's you know and we've there's so many albums that were rumored before Donda there's projects that seem to maybe never that will probably never come out in Yandi or uh Turbo Graphics that one I was actually really interested in the idea of like sort of a video game inspired yeah Turbo Graphics 16 yeah we're and never I gonna think get that Kanye one. with that his sampling and production ability that would have been really cool it's kind of unfortunate because honestly i don't think it'll ever see the light of day but not a chance donna comes out and it definitely sounds like an album that's been delayed and worked on to the last minute it's also very long and that's not to say long albums can't be good but it's sort of a mix of you've got something that's rough around the edges and that's part of sort of the quality control finalizing process is you kind of go through and you like trim the fat and now if his vision was 27 tracks that's fine but it does feel like there was some stuff here that probably didn't get looked into enough before you know it feels like there's stuff here that could have been cut or could have been merged or something i I would argue that half this album could be cut yeah i mean i think like someone said and there's a lot of albums that fall into this sort of idea it's not just this one because it's got the unfinished quality there's albums out there where you're like if just a little more quality control a little more sort of thought was put into how what was actually made it on there what actually got on the album you'd have a really good project because there's other albums that we've i think even maybe reviewed on here and we've said like yeah if you were to just cut some of this excess off you'd have a really good project and i could say that about donda because oh yeah donda is super scattershot it's it's just doesn't stay consistent and you might think yeah. it was because i will say the first four i don't really care about the like, so we'll go through right donda chant fun uh, the fun in the sense like really I, I feel like it's a good way to open the project you know really it got me into it at least you know what i mean i was kind of indifferent to it i was like yeah whatever i know it's apparently supposed to be like his mom's heartbeat as she's passing away or something um i don't think it was executed great for my, in my opinion, I think it could have been a little clearer, like just so you don't have to go online and like listen to like dissect or something to understand that. Yeah. So like, it's not like the way I see it is like for an introduction and sort of I'm going into this being like, okay, so his mom is probably going to be a central theme here. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, fun isn't the operative word, but more like, like it intrigued me. Uh, and then we go to jail, which what Jay Z. Good ver, great Jay Z verse. I did. I we haven't heard a Jay Z Kanye collaboration in a minute, but 
a long time since I think it was since Watch of Throne, right? Yeah. But I thought I thought Jay-Z sounded great and I thought this was a really good song. Also, it's a Kanye album, so the production is generally good, right? So Yeah, no, yeah. The guitar work on this song is really nice. Um I was less like super positive about the Jay Z verse. I thought it was still solid. I didn't think it was anything like there there were some lines in here that I was like made in the image of God. That's a selfie. I was like, uh, no, that's nah. such a Jay Z line, though. That's the funny. Well, thing, yeah, right? it is. Yeah, I do like the he like. T- I like how he talks. Like, I do like how he talks to like Kanye's mom, right? He's like, "Hold up, Donda, yeah. I'm with your baby." When I touch back road, tell him stop all of that red cap. We go in. Yeah, now. yeah, no, that was pretty funny. I, I, I like. I again, I like this verse still. I think it's good. I just there's other parts of it that I was kind of like, eh. God breathed is not great. <laughs> I me. did not love it. I thought it was kind of people and look. People walked away thing. with that one. Like, oh, that was a banger. But I would argue like the next song on the track is a much better one. Well, I think everyone but, like, likes the next song is much better. But like, yeah, yeah, so like, and I think what's good is because I don't want, I mean, I don't know if the listeners are thinking this, but like, I'm not Christian, if you didn't know. Aiden is. So I don't want it to be like, oh, well, you, you know, if you, you just don't like God or you're not religious. Like, no, like I, and you, you are religious and, I'm saying like it's good I, we have that because I don't want that to be like uh, oh that's why you people you don't like the song or whatever it's like no I just think the song is really boring. Yeah, I kind of agree. I thought I thought the chorus was kind of awkward and I thought overall the song didn't really come together. It was kind of boring. Calling a song God way. breathed is breathed right is just a generally weird word I feel like yeah. sometimes to fit into the cadence into sort of a cadence and yeah, man, I just, this song was just whatever. And like, like I said, Kanye is good at production, but this one is very stripped back too. So it's not like you can even sort of. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm also going to say this is the first song on the album where one of the biggest problems with Batanda comes forward to me, which is Kanye. I think a lot of his rapping and a lot of his writing on this album is just like bad. Yeah, you're going like, to find out really quickly the parts of this album I like are because of his production more so than anything he says. I think yeah. Jason Peters, uh, who dissed us, by the way, but still a friend of the show. <laughs> I'm going to clap uh, back. We're going to clap he back. Didn't, he, he tweeted something about Kanye's songwriting being super underwhelming. And, like, yeah. even though, like, at this point on the project, like, I thought, like, the Donda chant was sort of, like, a cool, them- like, based on the, like, theme with his mom, a cool way to get us into it. I liked Jail. This track, I was like, eh, not really into it. But I was like, okay, like, it hadn't really stuck to me how bad, like, not how bad, but honestly, I guess you could say bad, how mediocre Kanye's rapping and songwriting was going to be. But you can see it on here. Like, it's it's not great. And, like, look, I understand Kanye's, like, kind of found his religion and he's found his faith. And I think that's really good, especially if it helps him sort of navigate life and process the difficult things that have happened to him. But how do I say this without sounding? How do I put this properly? And maybe wait, the son. You, you don't like God the Son, all the glory, God the Father, like Maury. That was terrible. Wait, you don't that like was so bad. Trust, trust in God will heal you. 
Dustin, he a Hoffman. What? <laughs> don't follow what they're offering. He just needed a rhyme. So I don't know how to say this. Like in general, right? When people, people make music about what they're passionate about. And some people are very passionate about their religion. And like I said, that's good. That's fine. But I think the problem is if you're passionate about something, you have to channel that in a way that's sort of, because not everyone who listens is going to be passionate about the same thing. And that's also yeah. fine, but you do want to try to engage them a bit. And I feel like this is just really bland. Like, oh, I'm just going to God, 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 God over and over again with like nothing, like no like sort of evocative imagery or, I mean, he brings energy and emotion throughout, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, like these lines are, some of them are really corny. And then on top of that, just like the way he says it, like, I know God breathed it on, you know, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, just. It's, it's, it's not enough. Like it's, he's, he's tiptoeing into like these themes of like religion and everything, but you don't really get a good sense about like what it means to him or like how it's affecting his life. And there's not, as you much don't know, story, like, I think. Yeah, like, so what you what you start to wonder is, like, what exactly is the purpose of him writing about this? Is it him telling his story? Is it him trying to give, like, uh, glory and things like that? Or is he trying to, like, evangelize? Like, you just, you don't really know because nothing is really too deep. Like, again, like, and it's, it's all so scattered, too. Like, God the Son, all the glory... God the Father, like Maury, don't care what you say, nothing on me. I don't care about the lawyer fees. I don't care about your loyalties. God will solve it all for me. Trust man, he a failure. Trust in God will heal you. Dustin, he a Hoffman. Don't fall what they offer him. It's hard to get a sense, like outside of a very like broad, like trust God, like it's just because like I think it's like the bad puns and like the weird mentions of like the lawyer fees and loyalties and things that just kind of seem out of nowhere. Yeah, it's not very consistent, I guess, with where it's like where he's trying to go. But yeah, the next track is arguably, I think you could argue is like the best track. I think it would be, <laughs> and it's not because of well, also the production on the song is really fucking good. I yes, really like is. the production. But yes. Off the Grid featuring Fivio Ford. What the fuck, dude? Like, I think it's oh Fivio. But whatever. Still, oh my God. I'm shitting, <laughs> pooping, that guy? <laughs> dude, that's he, the guy. He slid on this so immaculately. You remember the day Donda came out, right? I literally you just texted, texted you. me and said, you said Fivio or whatever. Yeah. I said, Fibio. so far, this has been pretty over underwhelming, but Fivio sliding. I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Kanye is not, Kanye, like I said, he, the hook is fine. The hook's like, it, it, like it's, it fits well with the song. The production's really good. And Cardi's like, also like, I think Cardi's pretty solid as well, but like, it's just yeah. hard to like, not focus on fucking Fivio, Fivio, foreign man. Cause Jesus Christ, like he was just, the pocket he found throughout this track was amazing his verse is super long which i'm glad it is because he was amazing he no like again just everything on here was just so good i'm trying to find like some like really good parts of it um it was so like he was so comfortable like i like describing rappers like 
good rappers are like good quarterbacks, right? Like they're in the pocket, the chaos of the production, and like maybe it's like at an awkward tempo. It doesn't matter. Just stands there and delivers. Like God, like and like it's his verse is very impressive because you get to learn more about him in this and kind of like what his life is like than a lot of what you learn about Kanye on this album. Yeah, it's not lyrically crazy. It's just very like, it's got like some typical flex bars and, you know, I'm not saying there isn't maybe a filler, there's some filler in there, but it's very direct, you know, and it makes sense. He's kind of like a product of like the New York drill scene, right? So yeah, that's kind of the MO is to be very pointed and direct with the way you say things. Mm Mm-hmm. He was amazing. And uh, yeah, like I think some, I saw someone tweet it like, so like what's really cool about Kanye projects. And the one thing I have, I do appreciate about him. He does like bringing on like Jesus is King was weird, but like he does tend to like bring on the new talent. Right. Yes, definitely. Or like different artists. And it's kind of cool. Right. It's like you get a call up and it's like, oh, this is your chance to perform on a big stage. Like designer didn't go anywhere with his career, but designer on life of Pablo is a great example. Oh, yeah, no one knew who Designer was before that. He just so, like, pulled him out. And it's, it's not even, like, part two was, like, a good song particularly, but he made Panda a number one hit. Like, that's just a fact. Yeah, and, like, you know, Fivio, like, I think what this does now, like someone said, is, like, the standard is going to be a little higher now because this was really oh, absolutely good, Right? I think someone said it's probably the best he's ever sounded, but if you're going to pull your best out, this is like a big platform. Like I know he's a double XL freshman and all that. So he's got some notoriety, but this is like a, like he killed it on this shit and everyone he, knows he killed it. The so, flow is nuts. Like he finds the pocket perfectly. Um, you get such a good, per- like such a good image of what his journey through life and with faith has been. Cause you kind of see him from the jail cell to where he is now. And there's like a certain triumph to it, you know? And certain humility, like even though there are the flex bars occasionally, there's like a certain humility to it too. Mm-hmm. Being like, I'm part of something. It's big. a perspective, yeah. Yeah, like it, it, like it's it's incredibly impressive. Um, and Play, Playboy Cardi's fine, and Kanye's fine on it too, and the production's really good. This but is that probably some of Kanye's so better songwriting. I know, like it's, it, I'm not saying this is like amazing. Like, I'm not saying like there's that much analysis, yeah. but. There's something very Kanye in the, I talk to God every day. That's my bestie. They play in soccer in my backyard. I think I see Messi. That's very yeah. Kanye. Like it's, yeah. it, honestly, kind, I know everyone hates this discussion about like the old Kanye. Very reminiscent of old Kanye because old Kanye did that where he would just have like these really like, like in your face, just like, there's nothing crazy going on, but they're funny. They're like kind of cheeky. They're a bit of, a, it's a bit of a flex, right? To be like, you know, my backyard's so big, like, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's sort of like a fun way to sort of flex and also talk about his relationship with God. So for a brief moment there, I was like, that was, I like legitimately grit. I was like, oh, that's funny. I like that. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what he meant by, I got this God power. That's my leverages. I got this holy water. That's my beverages. <laughs> but so I, I just, I, I don't, no I don't know what you know about water, holy water. Though. That's the thing. Wait, what was that? No one drinks holy water. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say, it's like just not something you do. 
but it's but once again like i would say that it was very much like kanye like the tongue-in-cheek yeah. like it's funny you might say it's weird or it's not that crazy or even it doesn't make sense right but it's got that humor to it and it's it's something that's sorely missing from like most of his verses on this album and it's yeah, kind of it, a it has bummer. much more personality yeah this song brings out a lot of his personality which i i feel like that's part of what's also been missing with him is yeah and it's fine if faith is a big part of your life, but it feels like that just kind of ate up everything else about him that made him so entertaining on absolutely you know, yeah. in his lyrics. And it's kind of a bummer looking at the rest of the album that one of the best tracks is track four. And there are still 23, 23 more songs. More songs. <laughs> yeah, that's the so and I don't want to belabor the point because I'm gonna be honest with you. We go on a pretty rough run after off. No, no, no. Let me let me stop. Hurricane a is also bit. really There's good. There's a little bit longer before we hit the rough road. Hurricane's really good. Hurricane is good. The weekend is the weekend. It sounds like a fucking angel on it. Mm-hmm. Little baby was sliding. I, I yeah, lie. little baby. He, you know, I, I don't like. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I couldn't listen to him for a whole album, but when he's like on features or when I hear his singles, I'm cool with that because he do be sliding. Yeah. He do be sliding. He, he's Lil Baby is a good rapper. I'll say that. Like, I don't know how good of an artist he is yet. That's why I think he still has to work on is like retaining my attention for a long period of time. But he's a good rapper. And like on this, he's good. He comes in, yeah. he fits it really nice. Um, I, again, I would argue the weakest part of the song is Kanye at the it end is Kanye. with his verse. Yeah, because like, the weekend sounds really really good as he does yes. little baby sliding and and then mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough and like yeah, the flex bars great. are cool like you know god made it another dropped out of school but i'm the one at yale is okay yeah but then like it's the for me this the issue with this verse is like because the cheekiness is still kind of in here a little bit not as much as it was on the last track it's the how to go down 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 this is the new town <laughs> yeah or alcohol Sounds anonymous time, who's yeah, the yeah. busiest loser like i don't understand what that is i don't know man i don't know Well, I was gonna say the loser. Is he making fun of Alcoholics Anonymous? Like, I don't understand. Well, I don't know because he he had issues with drinking before, so like I don't, I don't think like that a, would be. Yeah, is it like sort of pointing it back at himself? I don't know. Also, Architectural Digest, but I needed home improvement. And also, may I say too, everybody hurts, but I don't judge rentals. <laughs> like hurts. <laughs> Like the car company or like the rental company. That one's bad. Really Um, really bad. The the best bar from him is probably the, the, it's that architectural digest, but I needed home improvement. $60 million home never went home to it. Because I assume this is referring to his rough home life. Mm -hmm. So like with Kim Kardashian. So that one was like a little, that, that once again, there's like little pockets where like I get a little bit of what's going on with him, but then I don't hear it. I don't hear it consistently. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I would say after but, um, Hurricane, I legitimately struggled to keep interest for a bit. Okay. It's super inconsistent to me after that. But Praise God is the definition of wasted potential. I just have to say. Okay? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's not a The great... beat comes in and it's really nice. 
Yeah, there's and once again, when I say lose interest, the inconsistency is really it's rarely a production issue. Like, yeah, I know yeah. mixing and stuff, but at that point, this point, I kind of was and like that does dock at points. The fact it does sound really unfinished at certain points, but yeah, yeah, praise God has a really good beat, but then the performances just aren't. And it sucks because you see the feature list. I'm like, Baby Keem and Travis is a good combination, but I like Travis's part on this song. I do. Yeah, it's a good feature from him. I like his. I like how weird his intro is when he does like the high voice, where mm-hmm. he's like six. I'm like Mike. <laughs> he's out of sight. It's the most interesting Travis feature because he does. He's been mailing them in a lot. In fact, when we talk about Drake, yeah. that's a mailed-in Travis feature. But oh, it is. Yes. Like okay, like it. His his verse is silly, but I enjoyed it because he's like, I'm shaking the drop. I'm still on top on top. I've been had the bop. The devil my op. <laughs> it's fun. He he's pretty like like the song was weird to me because like he starts it off and I'm like, oh, so we're gonna we're gonna this beat's great. We got like some like a little different. That's not the same Travis shit that you get on a feature. And uh so we keep going, right? And then I don't I don't know how I felt oh, about dude, it. What was baby game doing? And it's doing? weird to say this because family ties is out and that was a re- that was a killer baby keem verse but but this is off this was a weird like what the tame impala shit where he kept yeah. repeating okay. still on side huh still on still outside attention still outside huh still outside tame imp- tame impala tame impala <laughs> still outside huh and I'm still outside. I'm still outside. <laughs> still outside, huh? And then not to be outside. Not to be outside. Let's get right, huh? huh? Let's get right. Uh. Uh. Let's get right. Uh. Huh? <laughs> Let's get right. Let's get A A A. Let's get right. Let's get. I don't A-A-A. know what he's doing. He's bad on this song. Yeah. Look at new look seeds. at new seeds. <laughs> I opened my life. I'm, I'm subject, subject to memes. To memes. <laughs> I Did signed you treat your lord and savior like betters insurance. You know what I mean? No, I really don't actually know what you mean. If I'm being honest. But then the best line: "Bada the bada, the boom. I bada the boom. I bada the big. I need a new girl. My old one was me." <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a bad verse that's entertaining, but it does because he takes up most of the song. His verse is longer than any of the other shit. <laughs> that's the thing I don't understand too. His verse is terrible, and it's so much of the song. It's like why half would of you it. do this? And Travis Scott, like, Kanye West is hardly on the song. He does like vocals with Travis, but I just I it, again I kind of like that better for Kanye at this point. Him being more like a curator than an actual rapper. Who's producing? So I'm fine with the beat was fucking that much. amazing. But yeah, exactly. This, this yeah. song, the song is weird. Like it's the reason I'm not going to end up listening to it that much is because like I can't cut off the half I hate. No, <laughs> you can't. BB Keem just literally going. Bada the bada the boom. I bada the boom. I bada the bing. I need a new girl. My old one was mean. Is one yeah. of the worst lines I've ever heard. Yeah, praise God, which is the next song. Uh, no, no, oh, that God. was Jonah. Jonah, yeah. I don't care about this song. I all. do not care. We, I am completely content with just going. It was meh and skipping it. It was. It exists. It does exist. 
I would also argue, okay, okay, Fabio's Fibio, whatever. He's good on this one, too. I think he's not as good as he is on jail, but he's yeah. still sliding fairly well, I think, right? What did you say? I would agree. But I think other, I um, this song was just not as fun to me as the. Uh... Yeah, I mean, Fibio doesn't do that much on this. I, I was misremembering. It's the guy Ruga at the end. I liked his verse. Um, Fibio just kind of does some ad lib work. Yeah. So it's I it's hard to keep track mis- sometimes. Yeah, I guess because I'm misremembering. Because I swear he was also sliding on this, but I guess if he doesn't say anything, then I guess. No, nah, I think it was Ruga you're thinking about because that's what I was thinking about too. Maybe, I yeah. thought he was pretty good uh, on it. Yeah, that's the thing. When you have a 27 track album, it's hard to keep shit straight, but okay. Especially but when I, he doesn't list the features on Spotify. Yeah, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at genius to help me figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I was this song was just fine like we're kind of hitting a part of the album where things are just they're like okay like they're okay they're rough Kanye isn't doing anything amazing as an artist the production at this point is honestly the thing that's keeping me the most interested yeah uh then we move on from okay okay to Junya Junya yeah Junya yeah you can take this one I don't really know I don't really know how to articulate this one um I don't want to take this one because I didn't like it that much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know how to describe what makes me hate it. Like, it's repetitive as fuck. Um, yeah. I'm telling you right now, though, let me Giannis, I won with the Bucks is a terrible oh. line. Yeah. I don't care that it's a Giannis reference just because I like Giannis does not make me like <laughs> That line sucks. For five summers, hold up. Uh for five summers hold up please don't five do this, summers because we're gonna up. be <laughs> yeah i know it's it's a rough song it, it, I, I don't even remember the beat on this one is the beat on this one really good it's fine whatever it's just th- this is one of the weaker ones to me like cardi i can't get i can't get into this one it, it's uh, kanye trying to do a playboy cardi song and he has cardi on it but for me it just doesn't work it doesn't come together uh, I'm gonna be honest too. Um, the songs that are just Kanye are some of the weaker songs. Like I agree, and again, it's because Kanye is the weakest part of this album to me. Like his rapping just doesn't. As a rapper, I was like, as a producer, he's probably yeah one of the more consistent and good parts. But yeah, uh, believe what I say. I have. I don't. I have no lasting opinion on that one. It just completely I think the one year bars weren't like great, and I I don't know what it is, but something about the way he was, the way the delivery, everything about it just felt kind of. This is where the half bakedness starts seeping in a little bit to me. It's just like sometimes it feels like you could have gone back and redid that verse, or like I don't, I just like what is this? Like I don't know, like. And that's part of my, that's like my biggest issue with this album. And like, if you're listening, if you listen to the last episode where we talked about logic at the end, you might be hearing some of the same things where it's like, what am I supposed to do with this? It's just life. It's just, it's, yeah, there's production and there's all these bells and whistles, but it just feels so blah. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing for me to say. I'm honestly content skipping 24 and remote control in a big discussion because it's that similar bland blackness to me, you know? Even with Thugger? Even with Thugger. Like, I, I was hoping Thugger was going to come in and kill it, but it wasn't anything special. 
yeah and that actually is good if we do that because moon is probably one of the better tracks because i agree i like moon don toliver sounds fucking amazing and so does cuddy yeah both sound great on it and once again it's really and like and yeah like i get don toliver's chorus is like kind of it's repetitive right but it's the way he sings and this song doesn't have kanye on it like whatsoever i think right yes well, no, he's on there. I think he's like a once again like in the, towards vocal. the end of it. Yeah, every, he yeah. doesn't have a verse. Yeah, which once again, I think that's something that's working here. He his production is fairly strong. Like I said, throughout this album, there's some tracks where the production is really sparse or it's yeah. really unfinished sounding. But in general, it's the most consistent thing on the album, and it's really, really, really good at times. And it shows up like when the production's really good. It's just waiting for the people on it to like sort of meet it. And there's moments when it does like on moon. I love this song. It's also really popular on TikTok right now, but. Is it really? Yeah. The kid, uh, the Don Tolliver intro. Okay. It's gotcha. very nice sounding. Like Don Tolliver. It is really nice sounding. Uh, Don Tolliver's like got some good vocal ability. So. And yeah. once again, we I get like stuck moon. with the song right after that. That's just Kanye West. I would argue Heaven and Hell was my favorite of the Kanye Alone songs. It's nothing incredible, but I thought his writing was a little more, like, focused, you know? Yeah, this one had a really good... uh, This one, I think, if we're looking at it, sort of, I guess, in the Just Kanye track. So this one, I think, had one of the better beats. Like, if I'm comparing all Mm -hmm. the Just Kanye tracks, this one had really good production. Yes, ones. And I think he does bring a little more... You know what I mean? Like he brings yeah. something to it this time. The let it go at the end, I thought was kind of dumb, but it's fine. Sorry, what was that? You said? Oh, the let it go. Yeah, yeah, it's a little, a little out of nowhere. <laughs> and I don't know, something about calling the Lord his bulletproof vest, that's kind of cool to me. I don't know if that imagery is like offensive or something, but I think it's cool. No, I think it's cool imagery. That's good. Keeps you that's safe. what I'm I saying, though. It. We don't get that very often. So, yeah, that's a fair point, yeah. I think, to say that that's probably the best one. It's just one of those things where it, it's good, but it also kind of gets covered up by the moments that are like, like I said, the tracks that are the best tracks on this album are not the tracks with just Kanye West. They're yeah. tracks with other people on them. Which I, is not I also a bad say, thing, mm. but I feel like as a rapper, you've said this, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle in some of these songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I would also say, too, like, the songs I like on this album usually are flawed, too. Like, I don't know any songs on here, really, that are, like, clean all the way through, you know? Yeah, because nothing about this album is going to be clean. Yeah, like, even, I would say probably the strongest song overall is Off the Grid. But even then, like, I think, like I said, Kanye's verse gets a little, it's cheeky, it's fun, but there are some bars in there that are kind of, like, you know, whatever. And it's unfortunate too, with like, cause song, like if this got cleaned up, because a song like Heaven and Hell has a really nice intensity to it, but it just, yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's just hard to keep it all straight. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Um, I will say the worst part about the song called Donda is the fact the Pusha T verse is no longer on the song. Oh, was there going to be a Pusha T verse on this? Yeah, so it got removed. Oh, that sucks. Because it's just an interlude now. Because the live songs version has a verse with it's a verse where Pusha T and Kanye go back and forth. That is insane. That and the words that. were edited to sound like a conversation, but it's kind of like got like a cadence to it because it's a reference track. And I'm using Genius for this. Arjun's also talked to me about this. 
Also, I think Pusha was also supposed to be on Off the Grid. Why would you cut him off these things? <laughs> like, Pusha is the best rapper you have easy access to. Why would you cut him off this album? Let me look, because I got this sent to me. But you can... Yeah, Off the Grid. He's supposed to be on the... He was supposed to be on Off the Grid, I think, as well. So, I would have loved to have heard Pusha on that beat. That's crazy. See, that song's probably my favorite song, but like, I love Pusha T. If you were to put him on the song, that would have even been better. I don't even care if it would have made the song seven minutes long. I would have been all in. I mean, a lot of these songs are really long. Yeah, exactly. That's something I else we like, haven't really not? mentioned. Some of these songs might be like, oh, but like, there's parts of this that are good. Yeah, but like, it's five minutes. Like, you got to keep me interested. Yeah, and I'm sorry if that makes me sound like a fucking child, but like, come on, dog. Like, five minute song, six minute song. You have to do stuff with the time you allot for something. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't really like this is like an interlude, and I don't really think we need to talk about it much. I do think it's nice, and I, I live, I feel very bad sometimes when I hear like some of the stuff about his mom because like you can tell yeah. it really fucks with them. I mean, it fuck with most people to lose their parents, but like I know for him, it was like an especially impactful thing. And it sucks. And I'm glad, hopefully, this helps him cope with that sort of stuff, that sort of, those emotions. But, you know, you can tell he loves her a lot. And that's something that I think is a nice touch on this album, that, like, it exists. It's kind of an underlying thing that's there all the time. But, yeah. Yeah. Nah, he definitely has respect and love for her, like, obviously. And he definitely misses her a lot. But it also doesn't improve the album for me that much. Next track, we got a bit of a... Got some Detroit energy, right? We got Conway and Westside Gun. Yeah. um, I thought this one was fine. Like, it's it's another case of, like, things I like. I'm happy that Griselda's getting that type of attention. I wish Benny the Butcher was on here. I agree completely. (laughs) With them, but, you know. I, I wish that they had, if, if they had to like make a switch, I would have put Benny in for Conway, not Kanye, Conway, because Conway is kind of boring-ish sometimes. Like, He's also like barely verse... on the song. His verse is short yes. as hell. <laughs> yeah. I, I could, look how quick this is. Yeah, don't hate me because my heart is full of love. No weapon formed against me because I'm covered in the blood. Laying in the hospital when I got shot, fam. Mama prayed for me, said she left it in God's hand. Yeah, so I'm leaving in God's hands. Everything I'm doing now is God's plan. Doctor said I wouldn't walk no more. Now I stand. Then I ran. Here I am. Machine. It's over. It, it's it's a good verse overall, but it's so short. It's also, it's like when Yachty voice came the on five that nine, I guess, is doing backing vocals with Kanye. Yeah, in the it. last part. Which is a weird connection. I don't know. I have it's no a lot idea of Detroit artists. Happened. And like, I think that's why a lot of people on Twitter, because they didn't have the feature list, right? On the, like the streaming platforms, yeah. right? So I think a lot of people were like, oh, hey, where is like, I was expecting like, you know, Benny always says the butcher coming. Like, I think that's what people were expecting. It never happened. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Jesus Lord featuring Jay Electronica is long. It is long. <laughs> it's too long. And uh, I'm frankly not very impressed by J Electronica anymore. Like I kind of was mm. initially, right? And also he has I did some find really it funny that bad he said, opinions, by the way. 
Yeah, I found it fu- kind of funny that he said earthquakes will strike this nation for what Bush did to Rwanda, what the Clintons did to Haiti, and Downing Street did to Ghana. Or Ghana. I was like, really weird on this album about God to be like, you're going to experience the wrath of God for the sin of your leaders. I was like, all right, cool, man. That's what I'm saying. I, he, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. I think he was a case where like, he was like, there's a lot of interest around him and then he just left. Yeah. And then they came back and I was like mildly interested in what he had. But I, the I album think was fine. Kanye's verse is so long, long. So and there's long. parts that are not bad. And then there's, also, because they've been killing Bleep since Bleep was watching Barney. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> because, like, there's, like, some emotional stuff in here. And then that just take me, that takes me right out of it. And then, but I'm reaching, but I'm for, just the reaching stars, like, for the stars, like, Buzz Lightyear. That's the thing. When he, like, you know, like, we talk about how, like, his songwriting is weak. And then, like, if you're going to talk about your faith, like, I wanted something more evocative. Heaven and Hell has some evocative, is pretty evocative. It's really intense. And then here, there's parts that are like, okay, we're getting into it. And then the woman rode with me like a Harley. And it's like, why are you interjecting these corny-ass one-liners into you trying to, like, really convey something? Okay, I'm going to read, like, I think this is, like, nine lines, okay? And I want you to hear, like, where the Buzz Lightyear line is. And just hear, like, why would you even put this in here, right? Mm -hmm. You want dreams to come true, but I have nightmares. Because if that come to life, then I might not be right here. Been in the dark so long, don't know if the light here, but I'm just reaching for the stars like Buzz Lightyear. And now I'm light years ahead of those nightmares. I deaded those night terrors when the night clears. And if I talk to Christ, can I bring my mother back to life? And if I die tonight, will I see her in the afterlife? But back to reality where everyone, where everything's a tragedy. Like why so personal? Why would you put that in there? The song is all in all like it's once again like a lot of these it's kind of bland at points. It's really this one's really long. It feels really long, and it has the outro. This verse has a lot of. This is one of his verses that has like legitimately some like really like. And I'm saying because we've complimented some of what he's done, but like this verse legitimately has like some really interesting stuff with his like relationship with faith, and it gets ruined because it goes from serious to funny. Or him trying to be funny for like one line out of nowhere. Yeah, no, exactly. And my head hurts just thinking about like, <laughs> I literally I paused the song after the fucking Buzz Lightyear one because <laughs> I was getting I was trying to get into it and then it just took me out of it. Yeah, I'm like rubbing my temple right now. Like it, this is oh God, this is such a long album. At this point, I was tired. I will. I, I, I honestly don't want to talk about new again because I frankly refuse to fucking have an. Fuck Chris Brown. I have no interest. I'm perfectly in fine with skipping Chris Brown. It's also not that great of a track. So yeah, skip. Chris Brown sucks. And if you still fucking like him, you're a terrible person too. Skip. Dude's a cunt. So we're skipping his song. Um, yep. Tell this. Okay, this is definitely one of the. This definitely is half baked as all hell. I don't know why this is on the album. This is definitely a pop smoke voice memo that was put yeah, on this why- song. Why did they do that? This it, is like clearly he didn't want this released. <laughs> Such this is one of this is the worst song. No, yeah. not the worst. It's rough. 
Also, by the way, I understand wanting to make a clean album, but I have to ask, do you think he told any of the features that he was making a clean project? I have no idea because the censorship there's is There's so just much censoring that like kind of kills certain parts of songs because it's, it's awkward sounding, right? Like I understand wanting to make a clean album, but I feel like if you tell an artist that they can sort of write their stuff to accommodate for that and maybe they do cuss or something because it just fits their flow and then you just bleep it out. But like this song, first of all, it's like you said, it's a voicemail. But on top of yeah. that, it, there's so much bleeping and censoring yes. in the first couple lines. I like Pop Smoke. I, I'm very upset what happened to him, obviously. Yeah. Regardless, even if I liked his music or whatever. He's very talented. And yeah, he was really yeah. young. No one deserves that in general. But like, I, I just this hear verse, this. I'm like, why did you do this? Why did they keep trying to milk his death? I, I'm not saying Kanye yeah. doing that, but I swear to God. This just sounds like what he, like the studios do. They find like a random snippet of him doing something and they put it on a track. Yeah, I I will say um I think we should sprint through these last tracks just looking at the time that we spent so we can get to Certified Lover Boy after. Yeah, and if I'm being honest, the last leg of this album is forgettable. I, forgettable. Yeah, uh, it's like it's a weak. I think I don't know. This might be the weakest leg. I might have been tripping on the earlier part because like it's just like Lord, I need you. Fine, cool. I think I pure this one is, fun. there's like some decent, this is, uh, once again, he can't, uh, so like, you know how we talked about him being cheeky and fun is like nice, but like, yeah. there's a line between that and being corny, and this song yeah. is so much corn. Yes. Because there's like, corn. I get trying Lots to talk about your relationship with Kim, that's an interesting track, but the best collapse since Taco Bell and KFC, I paused again and questioned everything about this song. Yeah, no, I know. Look, I've never been a fan of Kanye's love songs, really. Like, uh, I'm I'm not a Bound to fan. Well, you know, maybe we can make good. it to Thanksgiving, then we can make it to Christmas. It's not a rhyme, Kanye. <laughs> but like, this is the thing, right? So it's either too broad and like just God in general, or he just randomly wants to interject. Like, I don't know. I think he's lost. I don't know. He it's like the hand. He used to have a really good handle on what was funny and kind of like it's cheeky and it's like it like fits right it like he'd pop he'd sprinkle them in and they were i like them and then yeah. something about now is just like i feel like the line he doesn't know where it is he, he might be too old that might be part of it too he's just dad jokes at this point go yeah. find god kanye <laughs> pure souls I, I like roddy rich but this didn't yeah. stick with me as much as i wanted it to i thought it was fun i don't go back to it that often. So that happens. Um, come to life. I like it overall. I think. Yeah, this I one's a little got... frayery to me, but that's yeah. fine. It's got some bombast. I, I, I appreciate being loud and bombastic. I think it's yeah. fun enough. And then the last five tracks, I do not care. I just can't care. Uh, I do like No Child Left Behind. That's the one from the Beats commercial. Gotcha. Okay. The tease that Marigold's on. That one's, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't fuck the baby and Jail Part 2 is whatever. Jail Part 1's better than Jail Part 2. Um, I will say this. I thought the baby's verse was good. If I'm being completely impartial about this and everything. I thought his verse was good. I know we spent two episodes ago talking about. I actually also don't remember it because I just yeah. did it. 
Like, I think at this point, like, I just. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, I'll give him I, his I'll take your, I'll, I'll just echo what Aiden says. His verse was probably, like, okay. Also, he, rec- I don't know, because he probably recorded this a while back anyway, but. And yeah, to close the album, there's nothing particularly. There's it's just locks. all these parts too so that just don't add anything. The like locks, it's... yeah. Honestly, cutting out a lot of the, cutting off all the part twos would help the album immensely. It would. It just left uh, such a ugh, taste in my mouth. I know we have to talk about all this again, but I will succinctly summarize this album. It has some legitimately fantastic moments to me the production is honestly one of the things that i have said it over and over again it's the most consistent part of the album it has super great highs and it's unfortunate that his songwriting has put him at a place where a lot of the highs on the album don't correlate with kanye being great it's because kanye put the right people on a song and kind of either limits his presence or it's like the couple of times he spits a decent verse so i will just Leave it at that. My favorite song is Off the Grid, and I gave Donda a six and a half. And I know that seems high considering how much I said it gave me a headache, but I legitimately think the stuff that was good was like really, really good. And that I'm weighing that more than the stupid songwriting and the inconsistent lyricism and the weird choices on what was on here. So look, and I'm I sound tired because like the the biggest reason it isn't it's getting knocked down, and the biggest reason I might because I adjust my scores after a while sometimes it might go down to a six is it's so fucking long, so long, man. Oh. Um, for me, it was so messy. It was it so messy. so messy. It's very messy. There, like. It's so hard to find a track that's strong from start to end for me. And for me, that really hurts a lot of it. Because right when I think I'm getting to a momentum with the album, it just like drops, you know? And it's too long. It needs about 14 of these tracks cut. And even then, I wouldn't even say it's like an incredible 13. I would say you probably get like a strong eight out of these. Like, I think I could pull together a really good eight-song album out of this. And, yeah, and it, again, with extra cutting on the songs I'm featuring, too. And like, I would really good. like him to do, when he was going on that run of good music releases where he, like, produced Pusha, he produced So, and, like, you know, and he yeah, could see seven, seven and tracks, and that there. was it. Like, seven to ten tracks. It's okay if it's short, but it's, if you, it doesn't, it's not even about the length. It's about quality control, right? Yeah. Because, look. Some of my favorite albums are Vong. To Pimp a Butterfly is Vong. Big Crits. Yes. Uh, what the fuck is Forever is a Mighty Long Time. Yeah, Forever is a Mighty Long Time it is a mighty long time. album. It's a Mighty Long Time. It's a fucking double album, but I love it. So, yeah. like, you can do long albums and do them well, but there's, there's got to be some control, man. Yeah, between the messiness and the length, this might be my least favorite Kanye album. I don't I know for certain. I don't certain. like Jesus King at all, so that's my least favorite. But... This might be my least favorite. I'm, I'm also not a big fan of Pablo either, though. So maybe it's Pablo. I just I can't stand Jesus King like at all. Yeah. For me, this is a four out of ten. I just can't. That's, honestly, that's valid. Like and it. like I said, it's I'm just weighing the highs a lot harder because we kind yeah. of agree on a lot, right? So. Yeah, yeah. 
Also, I'll be honest. So it's funny how they're beefing because this Drake album has a lot of the same patterns. It's really long. Uh, it's inconsistent. And the best parts of this album are rarely Drake. <laughs> Yes, that's completely true. He, they, it's funny how they're beefing because they literally released very similar albums in the sense that both of them were really inconsistent as songwriters. But unlike Kanye, Drake's not a fucking producer. So what credit am I giving him for that? No, and exactly. The features on here, Drake gets washed by like every feature. Yes, that's 100% true. <laughs> except for Travis, maybe. Because Travis and him are just... That song in general is just... It exists. Yeah. It exists. Right. This whole album exists to get streams. Yeah, Let, let's let's begin rolling on this one. I think we'll have to spend less time per track. Obviously, it's fine because this album is whatever. It's champagne poetry. It's it's nice. I, production on this one is nice. It's got like the typical sort of like I don't know that bougie Drake. He likes to start his albums like this, right? Um, yeah. Lyrically, he's fine. A theme in this album is this man is still not over the fact about we, we know he has a kid. Like, I, it's yes. just, that's what it sounds like. He sounds like he doesn't like the fact he has a kid. I'm not saying he's a bad father, which, I mean, seemed like he was a deadbeat for a bit. But look, I don't know him. I can't say that. He might love his kid, and I hope he does. But, man, he really doesn't sound like he's happy he has a son on this album. No, it just seems like a chore. And he's like, I got I to gotta rap about it, I guess. Make sure people understand that I am paying attention. Champagne poetry is, is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Poppy's Home is not good. <laughs> no, it's not. Terrible track, track title. And the yeah. I was a child trying to be a man to all my sons worldwide. I walked out on my only son. Like, you don't have to keep apologizing. We get it. We You spent the entire last album apologizing about this. Also, what the hell was the Nicki Minaj thing? Like, I thought it was a feature, but it's not. Really. Yeah, what? Like, gosh. Okay, Girls Want Girls is a song that should have come out in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100% yes. What year did that Ben Affleck movie come out? Oh, Jiggly? Yeah. Jiggly? Let me look it up real quick. I think 2003 I Jiggly? 2004. 2003, literally. Yeah, it should have been on the wow. soundtrack for Jiggly. Yeah. There you go. Because the yeah. you're a lesbian girl, me too. What the fuck are you, 50? Like... <sighs> Yeah, it's also the, the, may I say the the irony of or like the the shame of this song too is I thought the beat was kind of nice. There's a lot and of I nice like, beats here. Yeah, I was like, hmm, getting into this. Okay. And then I hear, yeah, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. I went, what? <laughs> and then girls want girls where I'm from. Lesbians live yeah. all over the country, all over the yeah, planet. I, I, also, the, like we said, little baby murdered him <laughs> yes and i didn't even think like his not, verse was like anything like, amazing little baby has a better verse on donda than he does on this one but he still murdered yeah him. it's still kind of like um fetishy towards bisexual slash like lesbian but it's it's at least like more clever it's more fun and i don't know like yeah. it's not as bad and he slides because he always slides it also works too because like drake always approaches these songs like he's a nice guy 
you Lil know baby doesn't he's like i pull yeah, up Lil to baby, a party like, i got a bunch of shooters in my uber yeah okay like my girl got a girlfriend ain't trying to be out of shape well stay up on them curls then if gym don't work get surgery like what? just like, lean into like, being like, evil lean into, like, lean into it yeah lean into it you can't be a nice guy and say like, "Girl, you." It sounds like a Cody Co joke, like the exactly. <laughs> like the. Wait, you're gonna be a lesbian without me? <laughs> that would have, if you said it like that, that would have been a. That, it wouldn't have made it better, but it would have been yeah. funnier. Um, oh my god, what's with all the Christian references in the Bible? Uh, I don't remember the song. Why can't I remember the song? I legitimately can't remember the song. It's okay because I don't remember either. <laughs> okay, good. I, I legitimately had like a like my brain just was like this was on the album. I guess it's I I guess it's a song with Giveon and Lil Durk. Oh, this chorus sucked. Only for the turn up every day, girl. I don't say that in the Bible. Can't give it up because you love the lifestyle. It's bad. Ugh. Uh I do appreciate in the song called In the Bible, uh, Lil Durk hops in, though, and goes, she hitting up Virgil for Louis Vuitton. It's not in the Bible to wife off one girl. I'm Muslim. I go by the Quran. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny to say. To to say that you're Muslim in a song called In the Bible is really funny. Yeah, it is funny. Uh, That's really funny. Drake also got a weaker Jay-Z feature. Not to say it's a bad verse, but it's not as good as the other It's one. just, like, not as tight, yeah. Um, the best thing Jay-Z has done, aside from the Kanye feature, is the, the title tweet about, like, take the 500K. That was funny. Yes, take the 500K. Um, Fair Trade is so boring. And Travis it Scott just so doesn't boring. sound like he wants to be there. Travis literally does not care. It's so funny. He has found a formula for doing features, and he just does it every time, unless he feels like doing it. Like, Kanye, he did something different. But... Rolling in a rolls and ain't no safety. Riding, engine revving. Gotta roll over to you. Gotta get my release. Spread your legs downtown as I'm going out to eat. Oh, God. That's more sexual. I hear the raw sounds when I rock up in your sleepy. Oh. Anyway, Uh, uh, we're just leaving that alone. Fair trade is not good. Way too sexy is. (laughs) Talk about way too sexy. And we talked about it yesterday a little bit. Okay. Way too sexy is one of the dumbest songs ever written. Okay. (laughs) But I also think it's the best song on the album. It's so corny. It, it's incredibly corny. It is, but it it's corny enough for me where it's like it's knowingly corny and like making a joke kind of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's really clear in the music video too that like a lot of this is kind of done self-aware. Honestly, so, if more of this album was like songs like this where like the whole certified lover board thing was him playing like a character, you yeah. know what I mean? And he was like playing it up and it was corny. And with all the like stupid merch and this ugly ass album cover, I legitimately was like, maybe this is all a point to this right like he's playing up the corn it's sort of like meant to be like a over-the-top guy who like it's like if, it's almost like drake this, is dra- drake is rapping like he's johnny bravo i don't know if that makes sense to you but no exactly uh, yeah i would like this album better 
if it was done from the perspective and drake would never do this because he wants to seem cool but like if you were to do certified lover boy and like you're saying it's from a guy that sees himself like johnny bravo but like no one likes him or the central figure to like pretty fly for a white guy by the offspring you know yeah like someone like that that would be a funny album that'd be an interesting premise but and this is like the only song that kind of leans into it for his verse but um yeah it's one of the dumbest songs ever written but it's also a lot of fun to me i thought it was good i liked it yeah but there's yeah the thing is there's too much outside of that song that's very clearly just drake being drake i can't say that he's playing a character or whatever yes exactly um I like TSU. It's probably the first song of the album. I mean, way too sexy. I wouldn't listen to it a lot, but I do appreciate the corny. The video is funny too. It's like, I just it's like say stupid. Quick, but. About way too sexy. One last thing. Future did carry the song though. Yes, he does. He does the hook. So yeah, his, his hook I enjoyed. I liked him just doing like different things with the I'm too sexy for this. I'm too that's sexy all, for that. That song is also definitely a TikTok song because the hook is like oh, yeah. in TikTok, the sound is the hook. The I'm too sexy for the syrup. Yeah, you can tell. It's 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 really good with Future too because he's just got that right toxicness, you know? Yeah, he's he's just toxic masculinity energy just yeah. personified. But yeah, I like TSU. It's kind of like a more... It's I did like more down tempo vibey track there's actually a bit of a story to this one about like a yes. stripper which was i don't know it just i i, I just kind of messed with it it was probably the first track i legitimately liked there were eight tracks in so yeah i think in my opinion way too sexy to in too deep is the strongest stretch of the album because mm-hmm. i also enjoyed in too deep and it's mostly also again because future kind of came in i liked his feature in it yeah, so yeah, features honestly the once again Drake getting the features coming in. Uh pipe down is <sighs> it's it's a song. It is a song. You're right about That's that. All I really have to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. Well about Yeba's Heartbreak. What'd you think about that? Don't remember it. Can't lie. It it's was a fine in- interlude type thing to me. I didn't think it was Okay, awful. it's an interlude. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I swear, this... I listened to this one more recently, too. I thought I'd remember this. No Friends in the Industry is very... It's very by the numbers to me, the whole, yeah. like, my circle's too tight, gotta, you know, gotta watch my back. Like, it's not much... It's kind of him doing, like, no new friends again. Like... But not as fun or good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even really like no new friends to begin with. It's just even less fun to be than that um knife talk 21 savage carries the song i don't understand what his the booty clapper line is like i really don't understand what that was what, what what's don't really on? get that one either <laughs> what can you read that line again though uh let me find it i don't it's it's uh 21 21 21 uh god where is it is in his first verse it is oh here it is yeah, chopper, chopper hit him, and he turned into yeah. a booty clapper. Don't know what that means. <laughs> it's funny, mostly because I don't yeah. understand it. But he's twenty-one sounds of like forty-one sounds, so he was good. Yeah. Um, Seven AM on Bridal Path is one of the better songs on this album because yes. it's a good song when Drake has a time on it. Also, I'm just telling you right now, he also has a bad Giannis Antetokounmpo bar. Oh yeah, he does. Which what is it again? Don't move like a puto. Could have at least kept it a buck like Antetokounmpo. 
Wow, wow that might be worse. Keep it a buck bar before. That might be even worse. Oof, that's just tired. Uh, so that song's good. It's probably I. I don't, is it the best song? Maybe honestly, I don't know. It's up there. Yeah. Um, race my mind is also a song. It's so much of this is so unmemorable. Can I point out? Because Race My Mind, I listened to today and I forgot. Because I was re-listening to the back half of the album today. I legitimately already forget what Race My Mind was. This one, I just found him, I found him kind of annoying lyrically. And the, how am I supposed to wife it up? You're not Aisha enough is a boring. And Is that him to his baby mama? That's a little No, cool. Aisha is like <laughs> Steph Curry's wife, right? So. No, I know, I know. I'm saying, yeah, like, is that moment? like, yeah, I don't know. I just found it. So, this is another album that would have benefited from some quality control. I mean, I mean, there's not much. Yeah, but unlike Kanye, where I could have got like eight songs, I felt like I could get like five off this and go, oh, we got a strong EP here. Yeah, we got a strong, <laughs> nice Afro beat, or of course, because Drake yeah. loves an Afro beat on Fountains. Uh, sure. Sure. I didn't like Thames. I didn't like the feature on this at all. It didn't yeah, work with me. That didn't work for me. Uh, song 17, Ty Dolla Sign is the only reason I like this song. I'm kidding. Honestly. I thought Dolla Sign was good. I thought Drake was doing a weird impersonation of Dolla Sign when he wasn't on it yet. Yeah, I'll be uh, honest though. I did like the song because I tend to like R&B Drake more than I like rap Drake. So I would agree, except Scorpion's R&B side is really bad. <laughs> yes that's true and that's the problem because like it's i like the sound because like songs like passion fruit are like the like yeah. that's what i want like that's the ideal yeah. and there's stuff on views where he sounds really good when he sings and like i think that's where like i think he can be better like if he like really worked on the songwriting there but yeah yeah that song was good and then honestly this might be my favorite song is i like i like a look a drake lil wayne rick ross song is just it's hard to mess that up Drake and Rick Ross always collaborate well. Drake and Lil Wayne yeah. do collaborate well, right? So this was a yeah. good song. I think it is Wayne my favorite song. Wayne did well. Wayne's been doing great on features, by the way. Oh, absolutely. That's MAGA power right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the feature on Tyler, the Creator's album is so good. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. He's rapping Wayne's over like great, a man. fucking flute. Yeah, when, he's, been, he's been sounding good lately. But if he, I, 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 I'm calling it. Yeah, Wayne feature on the Kendrick album, manifested. Oh, oh, oh. manifested. I really hope, man. I really hope. Okay. Uh, also, I forgot to mention. I don't think we mentioned him enough. Kid Cudi was also pretty. Like he did a great job, I think, with what he kind of had to do on the Moon track for uh, yeah his album. Um, I found this song. That uh, Juice World is on this. I can remember. Yeah, he, I think he had, like, the intro of it. Yeah, honestly, uh, all I remember about the song is being like, ah, Kid Cudi. I like Kid Cudi. That was it. That was, I think, all I had. Yeah, I found it kind of bland overall. I was just, like, with a lot of this album. I was like, that was bland. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really know what to tell you about the last two tracks, honestly, because at this point, I was just praying for this album to be over because, frankly, I... If you're once again, if you're gonna make a long album, you have to make a good album because you are you are on thin ice. Track twenty, um, intercoursing fans, is a really <laughs> bad 
Chris Brown ripoff. We didn't get a Chris Brown feature on this album, which is something Drake and him like to collaborate. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. But also, this is like a really bad Chris Brown ripoff. Like, it's so apparent. It's not good. It's hey, really man, I don't bad. Take your word for it. Because yeah. at this point, I think I remember I listened to this album and I was like, okay, I need to go listen to something else. And then I put on the new injury reserve to cleanse my ears because I was it, just so tired. It took me a full five days to listen to this album. Oh, I did not listen to, well, Donda's is just too long for me to listen in one shot. Donda took me to, two days. Yeah, this took me yeah, five days. I, I just broke it up. Yeah, I, this, because like, I like to listen to music when I'm like driving to class or driving back, but like, I want to be in a good mood usually yeah. at those points so i don't usually put yeah the Drake i album just kept on a... going back to way too sexy when i got to the latter half of the album i was just like <laughs> um too sexy for the sir too sexy yeah, I, for say, this I got girl. A, i got it look i gave taylor swift shit for using the way too sexy for my shirt sort of interpolation on look what you made okay but do. that one made no sense like that was just meaningless. yeah i will give drake a little credit in the sense that at least the theme of the song carries into this song exactly don't know what taylor was doing with that one tay tay you came back stronger but mm, bad bad era um yeah so, and then uh, the remorse is very forgettable. I just want to say that as a closer. It's very typical rap about how oh, I'm thankful for the people who are with me. Yeah. So, which album is better? It's Donda. Which it's is clearly Donda. <laughs> it's just funny because Donda's an incomplete mess at times. However, yes, I do think there's a lot of parallels between the way both of these albums work. The features are often the best parts of some of the best songs on the albums. The main artist's songwriting abilities are lacking. Uh, unlike yes. Donda, the production on this album is okay. It's good at some points, and then otherwise it's okay. On Donda, it's it's like pretty good to really good most of the time. And Kanye has yeah. a hand in a lot of the production, right? So like you can give him credit for a lot of that. I can't give Drake for any of the good production on here. I mean, yeah, I guess Drake he doesn't produce. Like he, he picks the beat. This. I don't know. And yeah, like honestly, I just think we. As, like, listeners, we both, like, even though I gave Donda six and a half, it's still disappointing for a Kanye project for me. Because mm-hmm. I expect good music from, like, a good, I expect good projects from him, man. Like, he's a good artist. I don't like the yeah. guy that much as a person, honestly. I think from, like, what I've, bullshit he's been behaving, like, he's behaved like, like, a, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. But my point is, is, like, I expect more. So, like, yeah, it was disappointing. I think it's still good because i think a six and a half is literally a good album by rating yeah but yeah we as fans like these are both underwhelming albums and neither um clb might creep onto the top 10 worst albums as like an honorable mention or a low tier top 10 yeah for aiden aiden i think had a worse time with this and i did i didn't like this much at all either yeah but yeah neither of these albums are sniffing my top 10 best like at all chance and God, no. I, need to, I need to get on it because I've been busy and like these albums obviously are long as fuck and I couldn't just listen to them. Uh, Little Sims is uh, Sorry, I'm an Introvert, something like that, right? Or Yeah, I want to get to that. I'm I've heard an introvert. That album came out the same weekend as Certified Loverboy and it's definitely better than Certified Loverboy already, I can tell you right now. Because Little Good, Sims I'm happy is to hear amazing. That. But that's my point. It's like there's, there's, there's like more consistent in good bodies of work out there these two albums are not those things so if you want 
a good concept album. The Killers' new album is their best one since like the 2000s. So have that. And honestly, if you want to, uh, go back and listen to uh, Pyrex Picasso by Betty the Butcher. That's another one. Yes, that's a really good one. That was short and it's simple and it's good. Go listen to Vince Stable's album. Go listen to IDK's album. Go listen to Tyler the Creator's album. Go listen to John Mayer's album. Yeah, why not? Didn't even love that one. It's better than both well, of these, though, in my well, opinion. I, think, I don't think it's better than Donald. Fuck it. Listen to Willow Smith's better. album. Willow Smith's album is good. <laughs> Willow Smith's album is good. I'll, I'll, I'll get behind that one. I'll fight, I'll fight anyone on that. That's a good album. Listen to well, King's call Disease me, 2. Call me like a Gen Z or all you want. I, I'm all in on Willow. Listen to King's Disease 2. I haven't even finished King's Disease 2, but it's better. Go listen it's to good. It. King's Disease 2 is good. And go listen to Freddie Gibbs' album when it comes out. That's going to be better than both of these two. That will be much better. <laughs> I can already tell you. He is incredible. I do not feel amazing, brother, after talking about either <laughs> of these just because of how long it took us to get through both of these. Certified Lover Boy is a certified dud. It's a four. For me, it's a certified even bigger of a dud. 2.5 out of 10. It's so boring. It's so boring. I just can't emphasize that. It's so boring. It hurts. Ah, it's not, it's, I, is it his worst? Mm, maybe. Maybe Scorpion's worst. It makes me appreciate views a lot views. more because I was not particularly yeah. fond of views and now I regret that. <laughs> I miss the old Drake when I was giving him fives out of ten. <laughs> yeah, views was just mid. I wish I at least had that. It's like, dang, I miss the one dance era. I miss the Jafakin era. <laughs> we got some Jafakin on these two. Is... We did, yeah, that's true. He'll, he'll never let that go. Anyway, that's all she wrote, folks. Um, yeah. We are done talking about either of these men. For the foreseeable future, you may hear Drake on the top 10 worst albums when we do those episodes at the end of the year, beginning of next year. I think Thank you, you for me. sitting through this episode with us. If you sat through these albums, I apologize for sitting through Certified Lover Boy, and I hope you at least enjoyed the good parts of Donda as much as I did. Yeah, um, I hope you did get more out of it than me. I think he'll 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 avoid my top ten worst Kanye. Drake will yeah, not. Even if I like, even if I like, Drake's in my down the good stuff. Like he's, it's yeah. not bad. I just think it's yeah. a mess more than anything. Yeah, Drake's in my sights for the top ten worst. Probably on the back half of it, but still. If you think Certified Lover Boy is better than Donda, music is subjective. But what's wrong with you? Please, go go find God. <laughs> Come back when you find God. Yeah, go find God. Go to a therapist. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, about an hour and a half deep. I, I I legitimately have a headache. Like, yeah, this was our most tiring episode we've ever filmed. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye. I'm putting Drake, also. I headaches. I only have to put like one timestamp, and it's when we switch albums, and that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, this will be an easy edit job for you. Congratulations. Yeah, I don't even know what 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 should the sound clip of the beginning be. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think like Drake laughing well, hysterically. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be good, actually. Yeah, let's do that. We already know what the meme's gonna be. I'm excited to I commissioned it from you. I'm excited to see what it's gonna be. <laughs> That's gonna be the best part of this episode, is the meme. Yes, this is the only the meme is gonna be really good. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, 
with that, stay creamy. Go watch some football. Peace. Yeah. Waiting all week for a Thursday night, baby. Peace out. I swear stay to God, creamy. if I, if certified lover boys use on any promotional material for the NFL, I will, I'd go to lose my mind. I'm going to like put my head into my laptop and just like close really tight. If that happens, <laughs> just try and get it out of my brain. Oh, and someone's printing now in my room. So, uh, yeah, I'll wrap it up here. Stay creamy. <laughs> Stay creamy. Bye. Bye.